Welcome back to Critical Banter, where we revamp the best bits of your favorite late night shows and package them into a podcast. Today, I'm joined with Sen. Howdy. And Glade Way, a friend of the show who actually came in the episode which was titled, We're All Going to Hell. Mm. Yeah, he was a fan of Conjoined Twins, as far as I can remember. <laughs> but uh, Sen, why don't you kick us off with some questions that you got for Glade? Uh, before that, hang on, I think we'll, we'll break the illusion. Um, no. This is our... <laughs> This is our first episode of 2020, even though we released an episode last week. This mm. is our first recording of 2020. It's sneaky from you, believe. It's very sneaky. So I haven't seen... Well, I saw Kush uh, quite a few days ago, but Kush, I haven't seen you in a very long time. Yeah, well, I just want to wanna ask one thing. What did you think of my uh, performance in the beginning there? Your intro, much better than Ro. Good. 100%. First good. take. First right. take as well. well uh, Ro hit, if you're listening, first take. Well, that's good. Up to my percentage to 35%. <laughs> And also, I think we should give an update as to where the other two clowns are. Mm, uh, Miguel yeah. is still on exchange, um, probably on a bender. Doing, doing exams right now. He <laughs> is doing exams. Um, he's, I think he's got a few funny stories for that, so you guys got to stay tuned for that. Um, and Rohit has been on a whirlwind tour of the, uh, of the world, basically. He was in India, America, and he was uh, last seen in Cuba. He's really discovering himself out there. <laughs> um, he was actually, last reports say that he was involved in a motel shootout in Havana. <laughs> Um, we pray that he is found alive eventually. Pray for um, us. Yeah, pray for us. <laughs> Send your thoughts and prayers to uh, hashtag pray for Rohit. Please, they, they Please. do wonders. Um, as for my holiday, um, I did. I went overseas a bit, but nothing really interesting happened there. To be honest, I don't remember anything, but I do remember something that happened to me yesterday. Um, I went to the shops. I went to a chemist warehouse to buy something, and I was uh, at the ca- uh, like the cash register uh, purchasing my thing. And uh, and uh, as we know, there's been bushfires in Australia. And the girl at the register is like, would you like to donate an extra $2 for the bushfires? Mm. Now, I have already donated to the New South Wales <laughs> Rural Fire Service two weeks mm-hmm. ago. I gave him 25 bucks. Also, this was at the same time when that girl was doing nudes for donations. I just okay. want to state on the record, <laughs> I did not get any nudes. Fantastic context there. <laughs> Fantastic context. Anyway, so she's like, would you like to donate $2? And right. I'm like, well... No, I've already donated two dollars, twenty-five dollars. So no, I won't be donating. So I said no, and she just kind of looks at me for a bit, like in a in a disgusted way. How 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 old was she? She was she was our age. She was my age. Oh, okay. She was dead set, like early twenties, and she just looked at me like through the side of her eyes, like what the fuck are you doing? And I'm I like had a similar experience. And I'm like, hang on, don't judge me. And so I'm like, no, I won't be doing it. And I paid, and then she's like, and I was holding a coffee in my hand. She's like, hey, your coffee smells pretty good. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> First, you have a go at me for not donating, and then you just weirdly compliment my coffee I was is this a, sort of flex or is that a passive aggressive <laughs> I don't yeah, know coffee? but I, I've not run out of, of chemist warehouse as fast as I did <laughs> <laughs> um, and the second thing um, I'm leaving my current job um, but don't worry there's only two people at my work that listen okay I was just like can we maintain the listening <laughs> okay well there was three um, one already left and two oh, are still there okay. um, and I'm going to another job I just want to say that I will not be telling anyone at my new job that I do a podcast at least for the first six months of my probation because I don't want to get fired. Okay. And then after that, I will happily tell them. But I'm just going to yeah put that out well, for the record. We'll, we'll discuss that later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, that was, that was my holiday. All right, Glade, anything happened to you in the holidays? Um, well, no, I was a busy bee in the holidays. I didn't have a break, really. Okay. So a bit of context. I'm at uni right now, and I've Ooh. got placement. So placement ran throughout... All mm. of it, so. But you're done now, right? You're, tech- you're done with your degree, aren't you? I have another week and then I'll be all done. Hey, yeah. congratulations. Right. Interesting. All right. That was um, scintillating stuff from Blake. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't have too much as well. Actually, uh, I sprained, Great. <laughs> no, well, I sprained my ankle just, up, what? just before Christmas, around 17th December, around there. And how'd you do that? Uh, we'll not discuss that. It involved the no, fall, but... <laughs> what happened? What happened? It's very mundane. That's all it was, all right? It's not, not an exciting no, no, fall. Not an athletic sprint. No, not really. I wasn't a St. Bolt sprinting down. None of that. 
But um, yeah, it took a sprain and um, unfortunately it went until the first week of January. So I was literally ah, bedridden you... for the first week. Just no New Year's Eve. Did you have like crutches or anything? Or I had crutches for the first five days. So the sprain was kind of like Holy a second grade crap. sprain. Um, but you, you know that, I don't know the bone here, but you know the ball on your ankle? Glade? Oh, Glade, yeah. Come on, mate. Nah, this is your area of expertise? Nah, look, I'm done in weeks. You know the ankle, <laughs> you know the ankle ball I'm talking about, right? Yeah, sure, the, the joint, the socket, yeah. The joint that allows you to rotate your ankle and... Okay, anyway, the ankle ball, but mm. I sprained my foot and um, the size of that, that ball was like literally double in terms of the sprain on my foot. Like it was just double that. So shit, it's swollen. Swollen. <laughs> yeah, swollen. The medical the term is swollen. Thank you for that, Glade. But, uh, <laughs> but you look fine now though, you walked fine. Yeah, yeah I walked fine. Like there's still like little tinges there of pain, but... I, will, yeah. I really want to know how this happened. You'll tell us off air, right? Uh, no. What? <laughs> no. No? I told you, it's just a mundane fall. That's all it so is. So if it's a mundane, surely you can tell us what happened then. It's, it's, it's a sprain. It should be an athletic injury. You know what? <laughs> so um, you were just walking and you tripped I was up. rock climbing Mount Kosciuszko. Oh, yeah. All right, <laughs> I took mate. a fall. Rock, rock climbing Mount Kosciuszko. I was climbing Mount Kosciuszko. <laughs> Did anything else happen to you or was that it? You were just, just been... had the highlight, the sprain. Well, uh, actually, one else, one thing did happen while I was working at um, you know, my retail store. Mm. And this is... It's borderline rare unit. Actually, it is rare unit, but I'm going to throw it in here. So we had a customer come in and um, he was very he was very loud and vibrant. And there were like a few other kids, like six, seven-year-old kids looking at us. Hey, hey, hang, on, hang on, Where's this going? No, I'm, it's fine. <laughs> okay, okay, right, okay. It's okay. fine. But um, this this customer comes up and, uh, you know, I'm serving him and he goes to me, hail Hydra. That's the first thing he says <sighs> to me. That's a bit rare. So I'm like, a fan of Captain America then? He's like, okay. oh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. So I'm like, okay. So... <laughs> Now we're in a very interesting point <laughs> in this conversation. <laughs> and he whips out like three packaged speakers, which, you know, the barcode is colored in. Very obvious that he's bought it in legit manners, but... Um, so he's still on it somewhere? Yeah. And the next thing he comes in and he starts talking about Hitler, how, um, you know, not Oh, Nazis. so he's a listener of this podcast then? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I was thinking about it, you know, maybe you should tune in to yeah, Critical Man Podcast. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he'd be a fan of you, actually. Can we not paint me <laughs> as an... Anyway, continue. Yeah, but then um, my supervisor comes in, and then uh, you know he he's like, oh, "I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the supervisor because he apparently didn't like me for serving him for some odd reason." Because you want white and blue eyes and blonde hair, you want Aryan. <laughs> but he kept going on about Hitler and how he was an Jesus excellent Christ. person, and then he just starts. And then my supervisor was like, "Look, I don't have to serve you. Yeah. Get out because we have kids here. This is really really weird." What the fuck? And the guy's like, "Oh, you can't do that. You know, I'm a member of the Communist Party or something like that. Something really obscure mm. and awkward." Does this does this guy look crazy? He looked crazy. There, okay, was, there well. was a lot of red in his eyes, but <laughs> uh, yeah, he kept going on. And then he's just sh- shouting out like, "Oh, maybe all kids should be communists and listen to me." And I was like, "All right, buddy." They had exits over there. Get the fuck out, man. That's fucked. Yeah, Jeez. but um, yeah, that's all that happened to me over the holidays. Lovely. Um, so like you said, we do have some questions for uh, Glade. So the last time you were on this podcast, we didn't interview you, didn't give you any questions. So we will go wrong that right. Um, sorry, write that wrong. My bad. <laughs> so anyway, so listeners may not know this, but Glade is one of my oldest friends. Uh, we met back in what, year four, year five? That's wholesome. How old is that? Ten? Ten yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. Long time. Um, and like we said, unlike the other guests, you refuse to share anything on social media about you being on this podcast. <laughs> oh, right. Why do you hate me, mate? <laughs> so my question is, will you share anything for this episode? What do I need to share? Either on Facebook, Instagram, take your pick. 
just as a story or just share our post on Facebook. We're not forcing you into a contract. On the right? podcast yeah. as well. Put me on so the that's why I'm asking you on the podcast <laughs> so we can get an answer out of you. I'll share it on Instagram. There I, we I, go. I don't have All many right. Followers, but I'll, yeah, yeah. All right. Just sign right. right here for me. And then <laughs> Lovely listeners. So glad we'll be. Do- Kush, you happy? Yeah, I'm happy. Right. I'm happy. You got to share. YouTube. It. Did you want it on YouTube as well? <laughs> <laughs> we'll discuss this later. We'll discuss this later. Okay. So Glade, like we said, has recently. Oh well, is about to finish his degree in mm. exercise physiology. Is that correct? Yeah. So you. So you're about to finish it after completing months of clinical placement, mm-hmm. which included working with mentally disturbed individuals. So I just want to say, how good does it feel to finish your degree, and how was it working with members of the Liberal Party? As a classic joke, then. That's a classic slow <laughs> hanging fruit. What was there. the first question? I was how just... was it good to finish your degree? Kush and I have both finished. Yeah, yeah, it feels good. Alum- yeah, alumnus? Just... alumnus, alumnus, alumnus. Yeah, I'm just wondering, did it really pay off? You don't know what an ankle ball is. Last one in my scope. Okay, all right. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, it was good. So I had my final exam last week, mm. and that was fucking stressful. Okay. <laughs> Very nervous. But it's all done. It's all done. All good. Yeah, past that, which is... Uh, past that? That could be a key word there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The past... Um, so for our final exam, you have to get a mark of 70% or above to pass. Ooh, oh, Jesus. That's rough. So it is fucking rough. So yeah. it is quite nerve-wracking. And it's with, like, real patients. And mm. there's, a, there's an advisor in the room. Each station... There's seven stations... Each station seven minutes, and yeah, it's thank God they didn't ask you about ankle balls. Yeah, you would have been fucked. I did not prepare for an ankle ball question. <laughs> Surprise! You're actually studying at university. <laughs> <laughs> Just get ready for all the UNSW alumni emails that you get. Mm, I'm still getting them, by the way. I do still, you, yeah. Do you have to change your password? ZID? I tried. They still, they still found me. <laughs> oh, that's smart. I didn't bother thinking that. Yeah. All right, I've got a couple more questions. So, Glade recently got his driver's license a few months ago. Mm-hmm. I don't have a joke here. Can you just please tell Kush to get his? Oh, shit. I knew this was coming. Yeah, I have to pick Kush up today. And yeah. Have it's... to pick Kush up at the station. Yeah, and when I saw Glade's car, I was like, oh, damn, I'm, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Did you know Glade could drive? Oh, uh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. lift home the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Thanks yeah. for making that better. But <laughs> yeah, I've, I've really got to start driving. Maybe we should do this. Every week, we're going to update Kush on his driving on the podcast. Yeah, so I'll now you have an incentive yeah. to have do. Have you driven recently? Uh, I'll, yeah, yeah, I've driven a little bit. When? <laughs> <laughs> Kush has got the biggest, sheepish grin on his face. How many hours have you done, mate? I've done a few select hours, but the the, the, the point is I'll, I'll get to it. Oh, uh, your ankle, yeah. Yeah, ankle my ankle, yeah. you know. You know, parents going overseas. There's a lot of issues, <laughs> you know. Kush, let's put a timeline. Surely sometime this year. Sometime this year. You reckon? Right? I reckon. Set some right. goals. Set some goals. Yeah. All right. This week on the podcast, so everyone can listen, we're going to update where you are with I'll your update driving. you with the whole speedometer thing. Well, I like, like it. <laughs> That's going to be bring my logbook. We'll take a photo each week of the logbook. That's going to be our segment every week. Kush's logbook. <laughs> where did you drive this week, Kush? Um, two more questions. Got an easy one first up. Glade, Tim Payne, or Alex Carey. Alex Carey. 100%, oh, love 100%. it. I love it. You know, Sen, you want to provide a bit of context to this? All right. I mean, so. Uh, they're both wicket keepers. So this is a cricket question. Mm. Um, they're both wicket keepers, and we have a long-standing debate about who should be the Australian Test wicket keeper. I'm saying it's Tim Payne. These two say it's Alex Carey. They're wrong. Well, I think you should just give Alex Carey a shot. You know, I think so. I mean, yeah, it's Alex Carey. He's a gun. All right, what's that? Let's move on. <laughs> Last question, Glade. Um, so you have a dog, Spencer, yep. mm-hmm. who. In your own words, you've said is probably the dumbest dog you've ever oh, met in your life. Dumb in certain ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, dumb in certain ma- ways basically means dumb in all ways. Okay. Let's be honest. Um, we know Rohit has a dog, mm. Thick Boy, who I saw the other day and oh, attacked me. I think I know what's, what questions about to come. Um, and we have, and well, a lot of our guests have dogs, but one that I do remember is Prank as a dog. We've also met him, Teddy. Mm-hmm. So if there was a three-way fight between all three dogs, a fight to the death, which dog would come out as the victor? 
Let oh. me just say, not Rohit's dog. <laughs> not I haven't seen Rohit's dog in a while. He is, he is, he'd get tied up. He'll take your shoe and then just run off into a corner. That's it. He's got oh. his own gravitational field. That's Spencer how big does. this He's like Tarantino. He's got a foot fetish <laughs> and he just runs off in like some distant, <laughs> distant area. Spencer does have a bit of a foot fetish as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, so if you enter the house mm. and he's in the, is in the house, he will take the, sl- like, the slippers at the front door immediately. It's like some uh-huh. tick. As soon as you enter a room, he'll <laughs> bite something. He has to bite something. But out of the three, who would win? Um, I think Spencer. I'll back my own dog, yeah. Can we try and set this up? Is this... I feel like that'd be illegal. Is this animal abuse? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I think it is illegal. All right, well, we'll do cockfighting instead then. Um, anyway, I think that's all the questions we've got. And yeah, we've I've, re- got a, I've got an article. Oh, you've got an article? Thanks Beautiful. for almost cutting me off there, Sen, but I have my uh, weekly article. We haven't done this in about eight weeks and I've forgotten how this works. Well, yeah, I've got um one of those stupid news that happens over the week. Lovely. But, um, Pornhub sued by a deaf man over the lack of closed captioning in videos. <laughs> that was the headline. <laughs> now, a bit of context here. Apparently, it violates... I don't think you need any context. It's all there <laughs> yeah. in the headline. That is true. But apparently, it violates the rights under the well, under the American laws with D- Disabilities Act. <laughs> So the man behind the lawsuit said that he and others have, you know, wanted to pay premium service, but unfortunately, CC, closed captioning, is not available in premium service as well. So, you know, (laughs) I'm I'm a bit confused. Closed captioning, born Mm. Does yeah. that make it better in any way? Does that enhance your... I mean, if you're deaf, maybe. I mean, this is an event cinemas. Is he looking for a movie or something? I, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know whose job is it to put all the subtitles up for porn. Yeah, it'll films. be like brackets... Moaning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grunting. But at the end, it's just disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's a good story. That was the article of this week. All right. I think we should move on to some segments. All right, welcome to our first segment today where we're going to be doing banter reviews where we review basically everything, anything mundane, movies, or basically, yeah, anything. So uh, in honor of the Oscars, we're going to review two movies today. Sen will do one, which is Jojo Rabbit, and I'll mm. do 1917. Sen, do you want to start us off? Just, we've all watched both movies, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we've okay, seen good. We're I'd... familiar with the, with the concepts. <laughs> oh, you want me to start, do you? Yeah, you okay. start. All right, Jojo Rabbit. I mean, Hitler's um, your strong suit, so. Ah, oh, dearie me. We've started already with the Hitler theme. Um, well, speaking of which, there is, so Jojo Rabbit's all about a kid who has an imaginary friend who is Hitler, and it's set mm-hmm. in 1946 in Nazi Germany. So, as you can imagine, there's a Thank lot of... Thank you for that context. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm giving a bit of context. Oh, also, uh, spoiler warning. There will be spoilers in my review. Spoilers in yeah. my review. Okay, good. Um, so, obviously, there is a lot of Nazi imagery in this... Uh, Nazi uh, push <laughs> oh, wheel. But there is a lot of Nazi imagery in this movie. Um, as you can imagine, it's all about Hitler and whatnot. So, I'm giving this a Hail Hitler out of eight. Ooh. How many Hail Hitlers do you reckon was in that movie? There I reckon a, they set a record. There actually was. I was watching an interview with Taika Waititi, the director, and this yeah. is a... Uh, in that one scene where they say they say thirty one times in just that one <laughs> yeah, scene, that's got to be a record. That was a good line. Where he's like, "I'm just hail Hitlering the boy." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I reckon in the movie all up, probably at least sixty, seventy odd hail yeah. Hitlers. That's a record, man. That's yeah. got to be a record. So yeah, I'm giving that a hail Hitler out of eight. Um, and obviously, because there was a lot of Nazis, you're you're meant to hate the Nazis or not like them. Mm. But uh, in terms of Nazi sympathising, there was one character. Who you do end up liking in the end. The um, gay one? Yeah, the gay yeah. one. Sam Rockwell's Sam character. Rockwell, he does yeah. come around in the end. And so in terms of Nazi sympathizing, and as much as I... <laughs> in terms of Nazi sympathizing, you do like the Nazi guy, but then you realize he's a Nazi, so I'm giving it a zero out of eight. <laughs> oh, I don't But is he a good character? I think he is. I mean, he takes the kid's jacket off at the end. Mm, so he does save him. But then he spits on him and calls him a Jew. But that's just... <laughs> 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 yeah, I guess. All yeah. right. So, yeah. It's a contentious issue, that yeah. one. Um, Surely you could have given it 
I think deep down that he's a good character. I think he's. Yeah. Good. I think okay, he hated fine. them in the beginning. You know, I think I think he did. Fine, I'll give him. A, I'll give it a zero point five out of it, just for you, Kush. Yeah. Um, so obviously, this movie is all about uh, a German hiding a Jewish person. Mm. Um, what's the most famous movie that about a German person hiding or helping Jews? Kush, I'll throw it to you. Uh, Schindler's List. I don't know. Beautiful. So my next metric oh. is the Oscar Schindler category. Oh, there we go. All right. And so this kid is like a he's like a young Oscar Schindler basically. Um, just not as well because he turns out to be a Nazi at the beginning and then yeah. he he turns good in the end. So I'm giving him a two out of eight in terms mm. of being an Oscar Schindler. Okay. Um, I've got two more categories. I've got the Sean Connery Award for bad accents. <laughs> um, have you guys watched the movie The Hunt for Red October? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So, so uh, in that movie, Sean Connery, who's a Scotsman plays a Soviet submarine captain. So he's meant to be Russian. Right. He plays it with the Scottish accent. He doesn't even try to put on a Russian accent. So um, that movie's full of bad accents, and so is this one. Uh, Rebels Will- Rebel Wilson's accent was shithouse. Uh, oh, what about that little kid who just... The British guy, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> British accent. Oh, yeah, I forgot about it. Yeah, so one of the kids literally doesn't even try. Like, he doesn't Sean Connery. He doesn't even try to put on a German accent. Was trying, or they just like... I feel like they were just like, just screw it, you know? All actors are British. Let's just give him a British accent. Maybe that was part of the comedy. I don't I know. I think that was. Yeah. I think it's intentionally like it was, yeah. done. Um, yeah. But still, I'm giving that a 7.5 out of 8 in terms of bad Ooh, accents. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the final one is, and I think you'll all agree with me on this one, so my final metric is the Michael Jackson Award for Child Acting. Um, <laughs> glad you'll agree with me, some brilliant child acting in this. The, yeah. the main kid, um, the Jewish girl, and yeah. the other British kid, all yeah. were fantastic in it. Yeah. Um, so I'm giving this a 7.75 out of 8. All right, so Classic, what have you got in total? Uh, so in total, it comes to 17.75 plus Hail Hitler out of 40. <laughs> plus Hail Hitler, all right. It's a good movie. Go watch it. Yeah, all right. Let's move to 1917, another, uh, you know, in honor of the Oscars film. So it was just a, it was a war film shot in, uh, well, it was basically like one shot in the end, wasn't it? Yeah, so basically there was no, if, if you watch it, you'll realize there's no editing. There's no yeah. cuts. Or yeah. they make it look like there's no cuts. So yeah. it's one continuous shot. Definitely. So on that, my first, uh, you know... A factor and you know reviewing this i'm going to say my favorite shot of the film my favorite shot of the film was actually the movie itself so it was used to- <laughs> <laughs> so like i said you like was saying it's used to mimic one shot so you know my favorite shot in the movie is the movie so in was your favorite scene I, th- I think it was my favorite scene you know <laughs> oh yeah is that technically all just one scene yeah so in terms of the one shot scene, i'm gonna yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you're right yeah. you know actually the trailer had more edits than the movie i think <laughs> But, you know, in um, one shot, you know, my favorite shot, so I'm going to give this rating a one out of eight. All right. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, Now, trees. There's a a lot of trees in this film. You know, Glade pointed it out. We all noticed it. There were... I did not notice it. Sen, Sen didn't realize the, the I mean, tree we, symbolism. We we paid a lot of attention to the yeah. trees, you know, walking through the trees, a lot of dead good comments, trees, dead trees, you alive know, trees. burn trees, no man land trees, <laughs> you know. Um, sim- the tree budget would have been out of the roof, mate. Yeah, I mean, Mendy's literally does not shy away from using them as symbols. So I'm going to give this an 8 out of 8. So this is a great use of, you know, trees, exceptional use. <laughs> the sad thing is you're not memeing this. <laughs> no, there genuinely no. was a fuck ton of trees in this movie. <laughs> I think the first shot is on a tree and the last shot is also on a tree, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, he's wow. sleeping in the first shot on a tree yeah. and then he's in the last shot he's sleeping on the tree. On the again. tree. Damn. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow, all right. Now, the next one is the Sherlock Holmes factor. So this is um, actually huge. We do see Sherlock, we see Moriarty, we also see Lord Blackwood in part of the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock films. I haven't seen that one. But yeah, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, you know, he gets into his, you know, his narcissistic... Glade's shaking his head. Have you seen the BBC Sherlock? No, I've so not. You haven't? Mate. This is going over my head. This is completely going over his head. So yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch gets into his, you know, narcissistic, nihilistic character we see at the end. You know, he's kind of, he's kind of like that. You know Benedict Cumberbatch? Yes, I am. Okay, so he that. plays Sherlock. Yeah. And he's also in 1917. <laughs> yep. 
So giving like, a bit of context here. Giving <laughs> a bit of context. All right, Andrew Scott, the guy who plays the lieutenant in the beginning, a little bit of comedy. In oh, the, the funny lieutenant at the start. Who's like bet on the days. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He plays Moriarty and he's, he's sort of gleeful in this, which is, you know. He's a different a kind of, of character. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to give this a 6.35 out of 8. Quite a decent use of Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The next, um, I'm going to do War Brutality. So, mm. um, you know, all, all films have got to show the end of the harrowing events of the war. To be fair, Jojo Rabbit didn't show much of War Brutality. Uh, I had a bit here and there. I think the shoe scene was kind of devastating. The shoe yeah, scene, that was, yeah, that was. But it's anyway. not brutality. But yeah, okay. Spoilers. Okay. <laughs> the shoe scene. <laughs> but uh, yeah, war brutality. You know, there's there's a lot of you know scenes from the trench scene. There's that flare scene. You know, the hand going in the body. Let's just do mm. that. How many dead bodies do you reckon was in that movie? Oh, I mean, I saw a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I saw like bloods and bones of like not even you know actual humans, also rats. So there's a lot of dead mm. bodies in this. A lot of dead bodies. I mean, it's the war brutality so much that at the end, you know, in the trench running scene where he's running, he bumps into a guy. That guy dies from a bump. <laughs> That's how brutal the war was. So I want to give this a 10 out of 8. Why did that guy stay that? So in the, there's a scene where the guy's running and he bumps into someone and the guy just literally just, like, that extra just stays on the ground for the rest of that scene. Like, he doesn't get up and keep running. He just literally, he just died, basically. <laughs> yeah, he literally just fell. Like, you know what, I'm out. Maybe he was scared of the... He didn't want to run into action? I don't know. No, apparently there's a real story behind it. So they kept that shot in. So it was an accident. He bumped into him. Yeah. So the extra was probably like, shit, I don't want to ruin the shot. I'm staying yeah. down. No, I understand that that was an accident, yeah. but did he need to stay down? <laughs> I think it looks dumber if he just stayed Surely down. Surely he could limp or something, but yeah. not. The little bump has killed him. <laughs> All right. My uh, last factor is going to be the WCU, otherwise known as the War Cinematic Universe, boys. Mm. So there is a potential for a War Cinematic Universe. You know, there were some interesting characters here, ranging from Benedict Cumberbatch to Andrew Scott. Had a good know. cast. Good and he had a very good cast, you know. I'd like to see more of that lieutenant in the beginning. Maybe we can get a prequel and how he got to the war or anything like that. <laughs> Backstory. Yeah, 1916. <laughs> you know, that's great. I'm thinking the about origin maybe... story. <laughs> maybe even a multiverse with Dunkirk coming in as well, you know? Nah, I can't. can't Saving not. Private Ryan, no? Would, Hacksaw would, Ridge? Nah, it's not. <laughs> would Jojo Rabbit fit in this universe or is that too far-fetched? That's World War II, yeah. isn't it? So that yeah, could be well, a bit of time travel in the future. Wasn't Dunkirk World War II as well? Look, I've just broken Kush. <laughs> I'm just going to say WCU. I'm going to write this an end game out of eight. Yeah, nice. So I'm going to total. It's going to be 25.35 plus end game out of 40, boys. It's a good score. Yeah. So two good films. Uh, definitely go out there and check them out. We're not getting paid for this no. as adver- adver- advertising, but we genuinely think they're good. They're two good films to watch. So go out there and watch them. All right, guys. It's 2020. It's a new year, new decade even. Um, mm. And I thought... We've all got interesting views here, um, extreme, if you will. Yeah. And I think maybe we should uh, go through some of our bold predictions or hot takes for the coming year and beyond, uh, if you will. So I'm going to call this segment 2020 Vision. And, uh, I like it. And don't take any of these seriously. Um, so we're in January, boys, January 18th, 19th. I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> but the first three weeks of this year have just, in Australia especially, have just been dominated by the bushfires. Mm. So I predict that Australia will continue to burn throughout 2020 and beyond, leaving nothing but a darren, a barren desert wasteland. <laughs> darren, darren wasteland. <laughs> darren, sorry, a barren desert wasteland, uh, truly fulfilling George Miller's Mad Max, uh, Mad Max prophecy. Mad Max. <laughs> I am absolutely butchering this. Anyway, I think we're all going to be a few fajita burritos in here. <laughs> Anyway, I think it's going to be Mad Max in a few uh, few years in Australia. Interesting. So we're going to get what oil is going to be the economy? You reckon? I'm glad you said that. So my next prediction is because of this, <laughs> oh water will become the most valuable resource in Australia. So start socking up now. I say start dead set. Honestly, bit of dune, yeah. 
Is it? No, Dune Spice, isn't it? No, I've been reading Dune, actually. Recently. You've been reading <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's a bit so of context. This, this we, is a... Yeah, 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 go on. We studied... It was meant to be, uh, you know, a study text for extension mm. English, but uh, no one decided because, of course, it's like 400 pages. No, it's like se- it's like this. It's like 700 pages. It's a it? thick book. It's a, <laughs> it's a very thick book. It's, it's Multiple a, C's. It's a, it's a yeah, it's like, I was going to say it's a triple C <laughs> thick. It's a big daddy book. Yeah, but um, I just say, you know what? There's a film coming out this year. I'm going to read. You know, I just want to get a bit of... I can actually finally read it, first of all. So I read it. <laughs> what, were you incapable of reading five years ago? <laughs> in extension English, yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, I read through it and they talk about, you know, oil, water. But yeah, water's a big economical uh-huh. thing there. So. Well, yeah, that's what happens in Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, water is like the biggest resource. So basically, I think George Miller was onto something when he made that film. So what you are saying is we should start a tribe of some sorts. And just stock up on water, honestly. A water tribe. A water tribe. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> With a water nation, maybe. Who knows? Um, <laughs> So in the last few years, we've seen people were, have become anti-vax, flat earth, climate change deniers. So I think the next big thing where everyone's just going to go against science is people are going to become anti-oxygen. I think people are going to be like, <laughs> you know what? Bold prediction. <laughs> we, we, we breathe in oxygen and we die in our, what, 70s, 80s? Mm. I reckon if we start breathing in nitrogen, we can live until like 120, 130. Obviously, mm. I think there's science that disputes all of this, but hey, that's never stopped the mm. climate change or the flat earth people it's before. A, so so yeah. we're just going to become anti-scientists. Yeah, pretty much. I think lab coat movement. Anti- <laughs> yeah, it's not science in general. It's just lab coat. If you're wearing a lab coat, you're anti. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I've got two more. So I think this year we'll see Bob Hawke will be resurrected and he will lead Labour to victory in the next Ooh, election. All right. And once again, lead this glorious country to its <laughs> finest hour. All right. um, so bring back Hawkey. I like the sound of that, to be honest. And I got one more. This one's semi-legit. Okay. Uh, Donald Trump will be re-elected this year. I th- I not going to be impeached? Nah. I agree with that. I feel like he's going to be... I think that might... This actually might happen. Um, wow. We and hey, we look forward legit. to it. <laughs> Kush, Glade, who wants to go next? He's saying from oxygen to Trump. That was <laughs> interesting. Uh, Glade, let's see what you got. Any bold predictions? I've only got one or two. Uh, That's fine. Um, so recently, the hot... the uh, Well, the buzz has been about 5G. Mm. When's that going to stop? 6G? 7G? <laughs> 4G's not even good right now. What What is 5G? Like? Now that you mentioned it, you know 4K TVs, right? So yeah. they released 8K TVs. 8K, yeah. but when does it... When, what is... <laughs> the thing is, there is no 8K content. So they've released an 8K <laughs> TV without any content. And now they have 10K monitors as well. And it's just like, what are you doing? Yeah, so where so, does it end? Yeah. yeah. When, when yeah. does the G's end? When do the K's end? It's going to keep going. That's actually a good point, though. That's like, actually... Yeah, that's fair enough. You, you can admit that 4G's not... Not the hottest thing, right? Yeah. In Australia, it's shit ass, but I, I imagine in like Scandinavian countries or America, it's and a lot then, better. Do they not fix 4G before they go on to 5G, or is it? No, they've already started testing out 5G, dude. Yeah. Well, then when does it stop? Well, why don't we just? <laughs> it's just not going to stop, you know. It's just not going to. I think at that point, the mobile is just going to be implanted in your brain. Well, well, that well, actually brings me into okay. one of my bold. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Wait, hang on. I think Glade had one. Yeah, more. Yeah, we'll go to yours. We'll all do right, a segue, well, then we'll come back. Okay, all right. We'll do a quick one to yours. Then. Um, I was thinking about implanted chips in the body, including your phone. This is mm. like more of a legit thing and more of a decade. No, bro. You know, a future prediction. Black you know? Mirror one. Yeah, I think implanted. Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't that just an episode of Black yeah. Mirror you're saying? Uh, yeah. <laughs> now look, I stole Mad Max. So fair enough. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be real. You know, you're gonna get chips in your head. Maybe it's gonna be sort of this VR thing that you're gonna have constantly when you're know, walking, driving, whatever it is. Would you sign up to it? Or would it be to a point where everyone has it, so you have to do it I as think well? That's what's going to happen. Everyone's going to have going to have to have it. I feel mm. like that's what it's going to be. Your chip's going to be on your phone. You're just going to make calls where you're just whipping out your little AI assistant, you know, <laughs> bringing Alexa, whatever, whatever they're called now. Hey Google, whatever. Or <laughs> yeah, it is. Joy from uh, Blade Runner 2049. You're going to get all. I'll that get one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Anna Darmus. I think everyone. Will get... <laughs> all right, but that is a good prediction. Yeah. I like that one. Glad. 
No, I'll circle back to me. I can't remember my one. Can't, all right, right. we'll come back to you. I'll go to my one, which is, um, I'm just going to reiterate, Senia, don't think some of these are legit. So I think Apple's going to release like an iDoor and iWindow. <laughs> oh, I reckon that... I, I made you think you maybe think Steve Jobs is mighty is from the grave. <laughs> <laughs> what him and Bob Hawke are coming back? Aren't yeah, they? yeah, like a, an idol, a thousand dollars to open, you know, <laughs> and you might get a hundred fifty dollars for hinges, you know, anything like that. I feel like it's going to happen. An eye house that oh, could happen. An, an eye house, yeah. I reckon, where it's just a smart house. Apple is going to consume it's an eye sofa, you know, an eye chair, <laughs> eye dining table, an eye house starting at like ten million dollars. People get, would buy it. You're going to get eye eggs. You're going to get food with Apple, man. Yeah, eye <laughs> eggs. How do you think that will work? Eye eggs. <laughs> No idea, mate. It's an egg in the shape of an apple. I have no idea. I should work for Apple, I'll tell you that right now. All right, what else have you got? Well, those are the only two I really got. There's oh, bowl great. Brushes, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Clade, have you thought of the other one? Um, I think going along the lines of what you were saying, I reckon ScoMo might might step down, to be honest. Ooh. Yeah. Mm, now um, we're getting back to the legitimacy. Yeah, well, <laughs> ScoMo will step down. Yeah, I think that'll probably happen as well. Yeah. yeah. Or he'll get backstabbed. Well, what do you think of the, the... You know how people are blaming ScoMo for the bushfires? They're not blaming ScoMo for the bushfires, well, you morons. The, the, med- the media is going ham at it. No one is blaming him for the bushfires. He, he went around there lighting all of them well, himself. Well, they're blaming him for not dealing with the bushfires yeah, appropriately. It's, it's his lack of action. Throwing or shakers. his Yeah, throwing shakas in Hawaii, Hawaii when he should have you know, been increasing funding or fighting, like helping them fight fires. You seem to be a sort of adamant in this. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I just don't like well the misinformation. People are saying, oh, what do they expect ScoMo to do? I don't know, fucking lead in a time of need. Mm. I'm not expecting him to go out there and fight the fires or, you know, one hand, like what, single-handedly stop it all. That'd but be an interesting... Just doing yeah. something and not forcing handshakes on people would he be should, nice. He should, like, go out there and is a little own fire truck, whip out a hose, get, get down to business. Honestly, I'd be happy with that. Mm. Leading from the front. Yeah. Anyway. That's why I I reckon. <laughs> we'll get backstabbed, we'll step down. Sure. Maybe we'll revisit the segment in a few months. We might change our... Yeah, yeah. Predictions. Well, you, you have you heard of that? Um, I, f- I forgot the name, but she made like a prediction for 2019. She's that blind, blind old lady. She makes predictions for like <laughs> the. Sorry, that was that was, um, that was quite descriptive. You've uh... a <laughs> blind old lady, man. Yeah, but she's made like. You narrowed it down to a couple of million people in the world, so thanks. <laughs> Literally all the psychics in the world, but like she's made pretty like accurate descriptions. So it's like for 2020. What from 2020 give us, onwards? Give us an example. Like Trump was going to be elected. Oh, so she predicted like, Oh, okay, right. Like the legit stuff, you know? Like bushfires, the Australian bushfires, she predicted that. What do you mean? They happen I every think, summer. Yeah. No, <laughs> I could have predicted no, that. No, but like the extent to it. Like it was going to be quiet. I'm pretty sure yeah, climate scientists predicted that yeah. like 20 years ago. You know well. what? She, she, yeah, are you talking about Greta, bro? <laughs> she's a blind old lady who is... Uh, I'm searching it up now. Blind Kush old is currently talking to himself and looking up something on Google. No, that was like that octopus back in um, the During the World, World Cup. Cup. <laughs> yes. I remember that. Wasn't it Oscar the Octopus or something? Was it Paul? No. Paul. It was, was Paul, Paul the Octopus. That's right, yeah. yeah. And then they, he predicted against Germany and they killed the octopus. Oh, really? That's genuinely what happened. He predicted against Germany. Yeah, he predicted they would lose like the quarterfinal or whenever they did. They right? did. Yeah, and they did. They killed him. And they killed him. Was he a German octopus? Yeah. It was a German. It was in a German zoo, oh, German right. aquarium. Thank you for saving the day there, boys. <laughs> but, uh, well, we were just stalling time while Kush was looking this up. So who is it? Uh, so her name is Baba Vanga. Baba Vanga oh, yeah. Baba Vanga. Yeah, Baba I've Vanga. heard of so her. So there you yeah. go. You've heard of it. Blind old lady, Baba Vanga. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've heard yeah. of this. So she revealed that you know Vladimir Putin's life could be in danger this year. Um, as could all of ours assassination really? attempt what if it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy like she says it's going to happen and someone and will happens. hear it and they'll be like oh I'll go do it it's just some like time paradox kind of stuff mm. in. it's interesting anyway yeah. continue what but yeah else? Donald Trump um, you know she foresees a brain tumour for Donald Trump what the leaving fuck leaving him or death hey bro that's that's, that's yeah. toxic bro what the hell <laughs> that's not nice she also predicted Europe will fall at the hands of extremists 
You know, this is yeah, well, that's just that's a repeat vague. of like that's vague. Yeah, she said the extremists would unleash hell with an arsenal of chemical weapons as well. Oh, yeah. she's saying Arsenal's going to be <laughs> <laughs> Mikel Arteta. Bro. Oh my God. What other predictions have you got? What other? So, so she's just going to say the world's. So she's just saying the world's going shit. Well, she shit. died twenty years ago, and she made these predictions for twenty twenty. Oh, she's dead. Yeah. Now nah, what the fuck? She said Donald Trump would become president. How, 20 well, years ago. she's rumored to have predicted the nine eleven terror attacks twelve years prior in nineteen eighty nine. No, as well as a few, there's a few others here, but I'm not going to go through it. Mm. But I think we're sensationalizing but, this person. Yeah, well, you know, it's the media. They sensationalize everything. <laughs> <laughs> so it's bullshit. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, Baba Wanga. Never know what could happen. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a John Wick villain, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. This segment has quickly derailed <laughs> and has just led to you reading out Papa Vanga shit from 20 years ago. Anyway, well, let's move on. All right, guys, that brings us to the end of this episode. Um, apologies for the rust in this episode. We haven't done this in a while. Um, there might have been a few blips here and there. Uh, but next week, Rohit should be back if they find his body. Um, so <laughs> normally I have a tip of the week, um, but this week I might go for a trivia of the week. Mm, just change it up a bit. Um, so in the Oscars, Joaquin Phoenix is nominated for playing the Joker, and he should win. And if he does win, that means both him and Heath Ledger won an Oscar for playing the same character. This is not the first time it's happened. Do you know the other time it happened? Kush? Someone playing the same character. Yeah, two actors winning an Oscar for playing the same character in two different films. Uh, give us a clue. Yeah, give us any clue. Yeah, okay. One of the... Oh, no, that'll give it away. I can't think of a good clue off the top of my head. I don't want, I don't want it was in the push. 70s. It was in the 70s. Scarface? Mm, no. Nah. Oh, mate. Nice. All right, it was Vito Corleone, both uh, Robert De Niro and Al- uh, sorry, Marlon Brando both Brando. won Best Actor for him. So that's my little trivia. Vito Corleone. Yeah. Got him. Vito <laughs> Corleone. There we go. All right, I've got my um, fact of the day as well. I'm changing it up. So oh, huge. Yeah. What was it before? It was... Oh, see, I don't even remember. I don't remember. That's why I'm changing it. <laughs> fact of the day. So a paper cannot be folded in half more than nine times. Oh, that's that. That's, that's the, that old one. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. so you know it. Yeah. Okay. A, so I had a backup one. Oh, oh, okay. Thank God. <laughs> a pig cannot stare up at the sky. A pig can't look up at the sky. I don't. That's I not even... shocking to me. I'm pretty I sure it's shocking. A pig no. can't, can't in look the movie. The in the movie. Why? Mo- what if they turn onto their back? <laughs> no, in the movie Babe, I'm pretty sure the pig looks up into the sky as well. That's a movie. Back to Fuck Glade's me. question. <laughs> what if they're rolling in the mud and they're. Back to ground, face to sky. I see. That, in the normal position, if they're standing upright, they they have no neck up. or something. Yeah, their neck That's like a dumb fucking from... fact. Well, you know what? Okay, <laughs> I'll go back. To go my... back to you on this day. <laughs> yeah, I'll go back to you on this day. All right. All right. Um, you know, thanks for coming onto the episode. Glade. Thanks for coming, yeah, Glade. No yeah. Anything to plug? Not, not really. No, wrong answer. You're gonna plug us, mate. Yeah, oh, we go. <laughs> That's a I test. Plug you on your own. Well, we met on your socials. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> right. But hey, if you want to hear um, any more of our episodes, please do check us out on Spotify and iTunes at the Critical Banter Podcast. Um, you can find us on our socials as well. This includes Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to DM us any questions for like Ask TCB or as well as unsolicited advice, uh, please do send them in. And uh, also don't forget the Google Docs, but otherwise that's it for the week. All right. See you guys next week. See, See you later. later.